All right, we have been on a journey here uh, last week and this week uh, as we wrapped up Nehemiah and transitioning to Resurrection Sunday. And so I said what we're going to do is we're just going to look at a couple of accounts that have taken place, that took place as Jesus journeyed to the cross. And last week we were in, in Luke chapter 22, and I'm just going to tell you I didn't get far, okay? Again, today we're going to be in Luke chapter 22, and instead of uh, uh, verses 24 through 30, we're going to be in verses 31 through 34. So if you would, turn your Bibles to, to Luke chapter 22, and then put your finger there, because we're going to go to some other verses prior to reading Luke chapter 22, verses 31 through 34. Because I want to... I want to set up what's taking place there. And what's awesome about this particular account is that it's in all four Gospels. It's in all four Gospels. It, it, it lays it out. To me, that says this is important. This was written in God's Word, and it's important that we grab a hold of what Jesus was trying to tell them. I think that it's something that we really need to look at, and so this morning we're going to. But before we do, I want to go to him in prayer. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for these accounts that we have for Jesus walking this earth and, and giving great teachings for us to grab a hold of and understand who you are, Jesus. And, and who you are, God, and, and how you love us and, and what you've done for us and teachings you gave your disciples but in that the teachings that we can grab a hold of and walk in you with and I just thank you for that Lord help us to understand the teaching that you have in this in this set of scriptures of, of Luke chapter 22 and verses 31 through 34 where you tell Peter that he's going to deny you Lord help us to understand that to the depths of it. Lord I thank you that you Give us that wisdom and understanding and insight into your word. And Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit be evident this morning. And that, that truth be told and, and it not be my words, but your words. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And that it's the Holy Spirit that, that can speak and it not be us. And Lord, I pray that this morning. That, that it's words that are heard by every ear in here. And it's placed into the heart and it's moved. It, it moves people. Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Jump over to Matthew 26 with me real quick. Matthew 26 verses 31 through 35. So we're just moving on from what we were talking about last week, right? Jesus had uh, put into play the Lord's Supper. He had just ate the, the last Passover with them. He gave them instruction as to who was the greatest. And then we have this. Matthew 26, verses 31 through 35. 
Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all, all the disciples. Some points I want to make out in here and we'll get to in just a minute. Jump over to Mark 14. Jump over to Mark 14. We're going to be in verses 27 through 31. I want you to pay close attention to the words that we just read and the words that we're just about to read. Mark 14, starting in verse 27. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night, for it is written. Sound familiar? Very familiar, right? I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Same exact thing as was just written, right? That we just, just read. Peter said to him, Even if all are made to stumble, yet I will not be. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he spoke more vehemently, If I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said, Likewise. All the disciples were in unison in saying this. It was recorded same way twice but then we get to Luke chapter 22 jump back over there Luke chapter 22 starting in verse 31 and the Lord said Simon Simon well, wait a minute now it's a little different this is my opinion okay my opinion. I think that Luke is recorded maybe just a little bit later. I think that Luke is after Peter. I'm walking with you and I'm dying with you. I don't care what happens, but I will be with you, Jesus. I will be with you. And Jesus says, Simon, Simon. Friend, friend, listen to me. You see, it becomes really personal right here. You see, he was talking to all the disciples, and all the disciples may have spoken up, but my guess is Peter was very boastful in his words and is like, Jesus, you're wrong. You're wrong, and I'm going to walk with you. I don't care what happens. And even though Peter's heart was right, Jesus is correcting him. He says, Simon, Simon, listen to me. Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. What a statement. Okay, this is coming from Jesus the Lord to Simon. 
Hey, hey, Simon, Simon, listen to me. I want you to hear me. The devil's been asking for you. The, the devil wants his way with you. He wants to sift you like wheat. Church, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, the devil's asking for you. The devil is asking for you, and he wants to sift you like wheat. If we think that we can walk through this earth with Jesus without the evil trying to pounce on us and sift us like we, we're naive. We're naive. Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. You want to talk boastfully? You, you want to talk big, Peter? Listen to me. The devil wants his way with you. But listen to verse 32. Verse 32. But I, Jesus is saying, but I have prayed for you. Amen, amen. Jesus has prayed for him. He says, I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. Listen to me. Jesus prays the same thing for you. Jesus is praying the same prayer for you that your faith in him will not fail when the devil starts to sift you like wheat. And he will. He'll try. He will try. But Jesus goes on. Listen, he says, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned, he says, and when you return to me, because listen, the devil's going to get a hold of you and you're going to deny me, and then you'll return to me. But listen, he says, but when you return to me, strengthen your brethren. You see, a lot of people want to get this wrong, though. A lot of people want to say, oh, well, he stepped out of salvation. He, he denied Jesus, and he stepped out of salvation with the Lord. No, he didn't. No, he stepped away from him, just as we step away often. You see, he didn't step out of salvation because he was saved by Jesus. And when you come to Jesus and are born again, you are saved. And when you walk away, when you turn away a little bit, when you, when you become a little bit of the world just like Peter did, and when the devil sifts him and he allowed the devil to get a foothold and he went and denied Jesus three times, he recognized it, didn't he? Now there's all kinds of, well, it says three times and two times and seven times and, and the rooster's going to crow here and there. And I don't really care. And if you're tied up on when the rooster crowed and how many times you're going to deny, read it all again. Stop worrying about the rooster and worry about what Jesus says to him. The point is, is that Peter denied knowing Jesus three times. And Peter was bold, saying, I'm going to die with you. I'm going to go to prison with you. I'm going to walk this line. I'm going to do it right. I I'm telling you, I'm here for you. I got your back, Jesus. And Jesus says, Simon, Simon. Simon, Simon, I got your back, buddy. I got your back, and I'm here for you. And I'm telling you, Simon, when you go and you deny me, When you return, because I know you will, 
Take care of your brother. You see, Jesus didn't say, well, when you return, I'll, I'll get right with you. I'll, I'll make it right. I'll make you do all this stuff. and do No, he just says, when you return to me, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm walking with you. I got your back. And I'll tell you, as Christians, I think that we walk around just like Peter. With sometimes our chest stuck out and saying, Jesus, I got you. Jesus, I got you. Jesus doesn't need us. He wants us. And he prays for us in our faith that it won't fail when the devil comes to sift us. And when he comes to sift us and we're knocked down and we're humbled. As you see, I think that's what Peter got was humble. He thought he was big stuff. And Jesus said, Simon, you're going to mess it up. You're going to fall short. You're going to even deny that you even know me. And when you do, your heart will cry out for me. And that's exactly what it did. It cried out for him. As soon as he denied and he heard the rooster crowed, he went and he wept. Wept for Jesus. He wept because he knew that he messed it up and he was humbled. When you get humble. Return to him. Return to him. And, and he says, strengthen your brother. Strengthen your brother. And you know what? Uh, see, Jesus was saying, don't be trying to have my back. Because I got yours. But I want you to help with all the brothers and sisters. How important is Jesus laying down here that we strengthen one another? Because the devil's going to come and pass. The devil's going to come and sift us as wheat. And there'll be those that are strong in the church in this season. And we need you to strengthen the other brothers and sisters. And then the next season will come along and, and maybe you're the one struggling now and, and somebody else is, is running strong and is returned, right? How important is it for us all to unite in Jesus Christ and lift each other up and strengthen one another and encourage one another and love on one another. Not just about Sunday mornings. But it's about Friday nights when we have people over. Wednesday nights when we have people over. You have somebody over. We meet in the alley of the in the, in the alley of the grocery store and we talk for 15 minutes, even though we have a full list of stuff that we have to do. But we stop and say, hey, how's it going? Strengthen one another. Strengthen one another. Just as he told Simon Peter. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot into this of, uh, of later on when we can read in John where Jesus says, Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Tend my sheep. 
teach my sheep, right? Take care of my sheep. All those things we're called to do. But right here, I want us to see the intimacy of love and friendship that Jesus had for Simon. Even though Simon was being so boastful in that, hey, look, Jesus, I have your back. Jesus says, no, 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 Simon, I have yours. And when you deny me, I'm still here for you. And he tells all of them, I'll meet you in Galilee when I arise. When I arise, I'll be there for you. Church, Jesus is here for you. Jesus is here for you and, and, and so much that we can't forget 2 Corinthians 5.21. Let me just read it to you. 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he made him, this is God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Look, Jesus has it. He went to the cross for us. He, he is who makes us perfect in the eyes of our God so that we can be righteous in front of God. I think too often we, we, we can become Peter in thinking that we got it. That if we do all these things, if, if we step into this, if, if we do this or if I do these things, it's not. And I've been pounding pretty hard on you that I, that I want us to know this. And I do. I want us to know this. I want us to, to know God's word. But more important than that, I want you to know God and who he is and what he's done for you. You see, I've been having you read Psalms 103, right? And we've been reading it every morning before we get out of bed. Amen. Amen. Alright, Psalms 103. See, I want us to know God and know who He is. And if you haven't been reading this every morning before you get out of bed or immediately once you get out of bed, Josh, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Everything that was within me, I want to bless my God, not myself. I want to bless my God. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all His benefits. It's Him that gives us the journey of this life, right? It's Him that gives us everything good. It's Him who forgives all your inequities. It doesn't say some. It doesn't say just the, the ones that aren't that bad. No, it says, it says all of your inequities. No, that's who your God is. He forgives all your inequities. There's nothing that He leaves for you to hang on to. Who heals all your diseases. One way or another, He's going to heal you. One way or another, He's going to heal you. Who redeems your life from destruction. He does. It's Him who pulls you out of the depths of hell and gives you eternal life in heaven. It is Him, not you, not you in any way. Even if you want to be Simon Peterson, I'm going to do it all. No, it's Him. It's He that gives you redemption from your sins and brings you out of the destruction into heaven. Who crowns you with loving kindness 
and tender mercies. It's Him. It's Him that loves on you. It's Him that crowns you with all of that, not you. Not anything in this world can do that for you. It is our God, and how awesome is He, who satisfies your mouth with good things. He takes care of all of your needs. All of your needs He takes care of, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen, amen, amen. Do you know how good our God is? Church, what, a, what an account that we have of Peter sticking his chest out there and thinking he's being bold for Jesus. But really, Jesus is saying, Simon, it's me that has you. You don't have me. And church, I want you to know the same thing. Jesus has you. He's went to the cross for you. He's, he has taken all that sin on the cross and died with it for you. He's already paid the debt. It's done. It's paid. He just wants you to believe in Him and be born again. And walk in His way. And when you fall short, He's going to meet you when you return. When you return to Him, when you get sidetracked, when you become way of the, the way of the world a little bit, and you, and, you, and you journey down the wrong path, and you recognize it, and the rooster crows, you come back, He is there, still praying for you. It's in Him that we have life. And church, I want you to know that. I want you to know that. I want you to know that. That it's in Him that we have life. Even when we depart from his ways we still have life in him and he's right there when you return to dust you off and carry you on I'm going to invite the praise team to come up and I just want to encourage you that if you feel like you're Peter that night and you've denied him a couple of times. You've denied maybe knowing him. Not maybe outright. But you have because of your ways, of your heart. Of the things of this world, of the devil sifting you and getting a hold of you. And, you, and you've made some choices maybe that you're not proud of. You made some choices that have made you weep because you know that you have denied Jesus and knowing Him. Jesus says, I'm here for you. And I want you to know that. He loves you so much that we can't even fathom it. Loves you so much that he went to the cross for you so that you could have life with him for all eternity. And if you have not accepted that love, today is the day to accept it, period. Okay? If you have not come to Jesus and, and given in your life and, and been born again, today is the day to do it. Today is the day. But also, church, I want to tell you that if you've stepped away and you feel lost, today's the day to return to Him. To return to Him. He's there for you. And if you need prayers in that, I want to pray with you. I want to lift you up. I want to, I 
want to spend some time with you. So don't be afraid to come forward and pray with me if you would like. Father, I thank you for the love that you have for us. I thank you that when the devil gets a hold of us and sifts us like weed and, and we go astray for a little bit, that when, when we recognize it and we, and we call out to you that you are right there to bring us back. Get us back into your love and shining your light and, and being of you and not of this world. Lord, thank you that it's your power and your strength that snuffs out the devil, that takes care of him. And, and, and when he starts to sift us, it's, it's you, Lord, that brings us back. Lord, thank you for praying for our faith not to fail because you know we need that prayer. Thank you for all your love. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for us. Thank you for... rising from that grave so that we can truly know that you are the Christ, the Son of God. And it's in you that I pray we have relationship, that we have life, that we give our heart, that we come to in need, in good, and in everything we do. I pray it's you we come to. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for being there for us always. Always, always, always. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.